0: Welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Today we have a special episode for all of you German learners out there. Today we will be discussing Austrian-German, which uh, is quite different, I would say, than standard German, but we'll get into that a little bit later, uh, and we're really looking forward to bringing this to you. And the main reason why is I will be traveling uh, to Vienna tomorrow, so I need to brush up on my Austrian-German. So, I can understand everybody, and hopefully they can also understand me as well, so I'm looking forward to it and uh, it should be a fun episode without further ado uh, my buddy Jared what's going on Jared
1: hello hello um, do you uh when you go to different German uh, dialects do you need to um, like how quickly can you get into a different dialect
2: because for I would me the only feel like- time
1: i when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm on uh like when I'm in some German place, it usually ends up for me being that I just feel like okay, this like I've been to Switzerland before and I'm like, I'm not gonna get this. Like I just can't like it's almost a foreign language. Until like you're exposed to it for a bit, then it's like, oh I get it, it all makes sense. But I think I need exposure that you can't get through like a trip.
0: Right. A, a trip is usually too short. Uh, Even if which you is know why, the language, really though right well well yeah sure i think I think what happens is at least for me, if I'm in a german speaking country where they speak a different dialect, I won't necessarily pick up on the dialect, but I'll really pick up on a lot of the just random words they might use right right right, right. right? so so you know in Austria, there are certain words they might use that they won't use in germany you know i i I remember. When we first went to Austria for study abroad, and I kept saying the word nay, which is, you know, like German informal for, for no. Mm-hmm. I remember I really irritated one of the German teachers at the program because in Austria, they don't say "ne." What do they say, Jared? Nah. Exactly. And so I, I've noticed now I'm really careful with where I say nay and where I say nah.
1: that's a that's probably a good move I mean uh e- even if it does it's not going to bother most people, I think, but it is a uh it is a dead giveaway that you're uh not one of them <laughs> that's that's so for of... sure before we go any further though everyone uh-huh. follow us on uh oh, nice. Twitter <laughs> untranslatable one the number one follow us on instagram untranslatable podcast or you could email us at Untranslatable podcast at untranslatablepodcast.gmail.com. Tell us stuff, uh, untranslatables, uh, some of your on the road again stories, or you could rate and review us only five stars, but you definitely can, especially if you're on Stitcher or iTunes and tell everyone how um, hilarious and informative we are. Uh, and and um, our research is backed by Harvard. They, uh, they support us, <laughs> both financially and uh, with information. That's why everything is so on point. And they also provide us with writers. You know, most of the be- first writers from uh, *Simpsons* were from Harvard. And um, is, is that actually true? I think so. Oh, uh, damn, uh, that's crazy. It's, so It sounds more convincing if you don't stop and question me about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well,
1: I, I, well, maybe not. But I do know, like, like a lot of like, you know, writers come from Harvard and stuff like that, and and like maybe SNL. But yeah, regardless. Please rate review us. Bye, y'all. Stuff. You like that one? I like that one.
0: That is a good one. It has, cl- has yeah. a nice ring to it,
1: <laughs> and I can get a lot of use out of that, dude. Oh, I, for I've, sure. I've really had to do a full readjustment of the soundboard just because of um, all the all the like the stuff I have. I now have stuff that fills up more than one board. But don't worry. Oh, nice. We're, we're good. I'm sure our listeners out there appreciate it, though. We're I good. definitely appreciate it because
0: the drops are always great. And I even brought my entire rig with me while I've been traveling with my parents for the holidays <laughs> just so I can hear your drops.
1: Yeah, that's true. All you really need is a USB cable, but it's not as much fun for me or uh, the listeners. Or you, right. I guess I would hope. That's right, for sure. Bye, <laughs> 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 That's awesome. So you're in Prague right now? Yes, sir. I did not know that. So what are your uh, like? What's uh, what's what's going on with your what's your travel Christmas situation happening here? So so
0: here's the plan. So my my parents came in on Tuesday. They I flew into Prague. To Prague, mm-hmm. okay. And so I visited them in Prague. We're staying in this nice apartment, in. Uh, Prague two right now, which is a nice area. Is it an Airbnb? Um, no, it's it's. I don't think so. I think it's like a, apartments because my mom didn't book them through Airbnb. I don't believe she did. Okay, um, but she she's the one that did the did the heavy lifting <laughs> and did the planning and. The Are booking. they there? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, they're just about to go to bed because oh, okay. um, we got an early morning in Vienna tomorrow. But yeah, but anyways, so we. Uh, we started in Prague, then on Wednesday, uh, we stayed in Dresden for a night, checked out the Christmas markets. My dad went to, uh, to an art museum, and I showed them around some of the parts of the Altstadt, or the old part of town, uh, which That's was what they great. they call it? hmm
1: We were talking mm-hmm. about um, Prague? Dresden. Oh, excuse me. Oh, Dresden. Excuse me. Dresden on Wednesday.
0: And then we came back to Prague yesterday. Um, and uh, today we did some typical sightseeing, took him to the, uh, also the old part of town, Stare Miesto. Uh, my dad went to another art museum. He can't get enough of these art museums. <laughs> How, uh,
1: is he one of those people that could spend like three hours in the art museum?
0: Dude, we went to Chicago before I left for the Czech Republic, and he went to the Chicago Institute of Arts for three days.: Three days. Three days. He got, Jeez. like, the special membership, went in three days, <laughs> spent, like, I think three or four hours there every day.
1: Dude, you didn't go with him. I did the first day, and I, 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 mean, could, yeah. I could last like two <laughs> hours, and that was it. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I, well, I told you about the time in, in D.C. My cousin and his friends, I, I was with them. We went to go see a concert, but we we had also gone to, like, some of the Smithsonian's. And uh, they went to the aerospace – we went to the aer- – I say they. I was with them. <laughs> we went to the aerospace museum, and I had just been there with, like a couple months ago. And they were – we were in there for like an hour and a half, and then they had stopped to get lunch. And in my head, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. And these motherfuckers were just getting started. They were yeah, in there for another either. three and a half hours. And what That's I did crazy. was while well, they went to lunch at the I- – I- they went to the, the – um, cafeteria in the mu- museum and i was like we're in one of the you know greatest cities in america i'm not eating museum food it was like mcdonald's or subway or like <laughs> right. do you want a hot dog and right. i was like no <laughs> so i literally just i did a classic jared and this time actually sober but i did an irish exit
2: <laughs> and i was just literally just
1: slipped out and uh, they're like, "Where are you at?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get lunch somewhere else. I'll meet you guys back there. Just let me know when you're done or whatever." And I literally walked for—I I walked for an hour and a half to the sandwich place that I wanted to go to, uh, called—I S- don't remember what it was called. Samovitch? I feel like it's—I <laughs> feel like there's—it's some—it's some—it's some pun on son of a bitch, but I can't remember what it is. Sam not Sam of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but
0: anyway. Sam of a witch, maybe? I don't
1: know.
2: <laughs> I don't know if that's any <laughs> uh, uh, that's No, funny. I,
1: so um and then it took me an hour and a half to walk back. I and then I was almost I was walking to a bar. But as I was walking to a bar, they called me and I was like, You guys are lucky. I was almost sitting down having a drink. But I but uh. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, I can't do that. I was like, I, didn't, I wasn't even mad. I was actually, I was like, this is cool. Like, I like being alone anyway. So I right. literally just, uh, it was, I it was, it was, it didn't bother me, but I was just more shocked. I was like, really? You guys were in that, that uh, museum for like four hours, like three hours, four hours. It was, it was past more, more than I could do. in just about any oh, museum. Oh, yeah, that's I, way like, past. I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm not sure what kind of museum. Maybe, is Cedar Point considered a museum?
0: I, I would say that's an amusement park, <laughs> not,
1: not a museum. Then uh, no. Then no. Then Have no, you I... ever been to the Mercedes-Benz Museum in, in Stuttgart? See, now you're talking, and I haven't. And close by is also the Porsche Museum, right?
2: Yeah, I believe Porsche so.
1: Porsche is, is also based in Stuttgart, I believe. I'm trying to think now. Now you're making me second
0: guess. No, I'm pretty sure it was. I was in the Mercedes-Benz Museum. No, but I think they do also have a Porsche Museum. I'm just
1: I'm just guessing because I do know that Porsche is a Porsche. Excuse me, is also based in uh, in Stuttgart, and I know uh, Mercedes is as well. But uh, I I would love to go to either of those museums. There's even like the Peterson in uh, in California and in Los Angeles is supposed to be an amazing car museum. And uh I've I've never I've been to car museums, but they've been like, Oh, here's a Ford Model T or like or like if you go to like um Greenfield Village in Michigan, that's kind of a car that's kind of a car museum. And I it's would like this is just the, slightly uh, this is the Lincoln Town car JFK got shot in, which they have there.
0: They do. I've seen it.
1: Yeah. It's a little <laughs> weird, but yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many nerds like bought flights. And rented cars, like rented cars, to go, like just analyze that, like like people that don't let are like like um conspiracy theorists on the JFK, like hyper analyze oh, the I'm car. Oh, I'm sure. And like security's sure. like, um, James, you've been uh, a, they know his name, James. You've been at this car for uh, <laughs> for four hours, two days straight. We're gonna, we we've, we've called the cops. They're on their way. You have time to leave, but we're gonna have to ask you <laughs> to exit the premises, or else you will be arrested. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. um <clears throat> sorry. Did you have something to say? Nope, go ahead. I really need to stop myself from continuing on this line of the talk about JFK's murder car. <laughs> um, <laughs> Probably a good call. Uh, are you looking forward? To, I mean, I, you are looking forward to VNI, I assume. But um, oh, of course. W- are, are there are there some spots that? Because your parents have been there too, and mm-hmm. I mean, I could. What are some spots that they want to want to hit up? I think I may have mentioned this before. Museum. Yeah, yeah. You my dad's. Got came, my dad already. He what does your mom like to see when she are. travels?
0: Um, I think for my mom, it's more just kind of looking around and doing sightseeing. You know, like uh, she's super excited for all the Christmas markets in Vienna. Yeah, She'll I
2: could definitely imagine your mom loving a Christmas yeah. Oh, market. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that seems like her home. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, knickknacks <laughs> and and all that stuff. Uh, is your mom so, a glue yeah.
1: vine drinker? She tried it.
0: She liked it. But okay. I would say I'm more of a heavier glühwein drinker right. than my mom is probably. I'm excited though for that punch in Vienna instead of glühwein. Oh, right. That right, right, punch. Right. And I found out kind of an interesting fun fact for you. The name punch does not come from the word punch, like like a you know fruit punch. It comes from oh, the I Hindi call word. call that a false friend. That is true. It comes from um, the Hindi word uh, punch, which means five, because the drink initially used to have five main ingredients, which were water or tea, um, oh shoot, lemon, I think maybe apple, and then the whatever spirit was in it. I don't remember all five now, but um, that's what it originally comes from. Uh, and usually in Austria and Germany <laughs> they'll usually put rum in there as the spirit. Right. Right. That's okay. some good stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah, I never knew I never knew that. I always just uh you I, I always just figured it was some sort of you know, you just I don't I never I guess I never really thought that much about it, but when you hear punch, you just think, Oh, it's some sort of juice like thing because Right. Punch is punch, which is some sort of juice like thing. We're we're simple people, it's so. uh uh, Americans what's it like uh traveling with your parents because um one thing I realized traveling with my parents uh is that I walk real fast
2: and I, it's not even that they walk slow it's that I walk fast
1: I
0: was actually that was one of the first things I
1: was going to mention um
0: and and you know I've noticed though even when I'm with you you do walk pretty fast the times yeah. I've traveled with you I'm always like struggling to keep up with you um but yeah, so my yeah, I would say definitely the, the speed of walking. Um, you know, I gotta be careful, especially because my parents don't have cell phones here. So if so we get separated or them. lost, <laughs> right?
1: Exactly. I exactly. Just imagine you screaming like a little boy on a uh, Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> Mom. i
0: well, right See, here, he, he, here's the thing. At least when oh. we're at least when we're in Austria. My dad speaks fluent German so I'm not as worried. Right. So yeah. You know, H- then and you can I get a cab, also, go back
1: to the hotel, get around. Right.
0: Right. And I think my
1: mom also has been abroad enough where she could also She could definitely yeah, do she's it not if useless. She's a <laughs> She's a perfectly capable uh Young, older woman. <laughs> oh, absolutely. For sure. But it's
0: been really great having him here. I've had a lot of fun with him. Um, it's fun being a tour guide, but I also have to really be mindful of... Like, today we were going to go to this place for lunch, and then I realized I looked up the, the wrong place, because there were three of them. Um, it was like, believe it or not, we went to a Mexican restaurant while we were in Prague. Okay. Um,
1: Is, have you mentioned this place before?
0: I may have. I don't know, but... Okay. Um, It's it's really good food, Uh, absolutely delicious, and the price is also pretty pretty fair. Prague sometimes can get a little pricey in terms Mm -hmm. of food, especially if you're in the very touristy areas. Right, Um, but yeah, it's been really great. Um, The only other thing is, you know, it's it can be difficult traveling with all the luggage when you don't have your own car. So we're going by train or by bus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. How much luggage? So that can be a little uh, tricky. I have, I have like one big suitcase and a backpack, and of course, you know, I brought my travel guitar with me.
1: <laughs> That's was... hilarious, though, because like you don't pack a light at all. Like, there's no, seems like there's no consideration for packing a light for you. I mean, you're already nope. bringing your guitar wherever you go, so packing a light's right. already out of the question. That's fair. Although That's it's a small traveler guitar, in my defense, <laughs>
0: it's not a full size guitar. Really sticking up for that guitar. I am. <laughs> hey, stop picking on my guitar. <laughs> That's right. He yeah, has feelings, man. That's right. That's right. Um, I I tried to. Well, see, I should have. I should have known. I I made the one mistake where, I tried to be very mindful with what I was packing. But of course, when we were in Dresden, we went, it was, it was like 30 degrees out, so it was pretty cold. So we right. went in the, there was this big mall right next to the main Christmas market there. And of course, I walked in, uh, I wandered into H&M, and they had some killer deals on a couple flannels. H&M always has killer deals. I know, right? Dude, I got a f- sick
1: flannel for six <laughs> euros. That's pretty dope. That's a killer deal. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's, that's, that's right.
0: <laughs> so I should have known I was going to buy some stuff, uh-huh. um, and brought less. So I didn't account for that. So you are absolutely right.
1: No, um, that's but- not what I was getting at, though. I think even more than that is, um, is I, I mean, <laughs> that's just extra on top. But even but your parents are there for weeks, and I assume they also have like just all of their stuff with them, like they like all of their suitcases with them. Yep. Yeah. And because they're here for so long, it's just natural that they have um, a lot of stuff. Dude, I saw a video today on um, Twitter or Instagram or whatever. probably both. I probably follow the account both on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> 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 and um, it was a dude that actually looked like he, it looked like he was a pilot, but maybe he wasn't. It might have just been a man in a business suit. But um, he was, uh, you know, those kiosks where you can check in mm-hmm. uh, at airports. He was shaking it to the point where it broke it from its sort of base and knocking it over. And then he took a suitcase and banged a suitcase on it. And then he stepped over to the one next to him, started shaking it and pushed it over and banged a suitcase <laughs> oh my on it. God. And on Twitter, I commented. I was like, this is one of the – this like, no one's ever made a better case for one of those um, – hard case suitcases than this because <laughs> <laughs> right? he actually had one of those soft like just a normal rolly one i was like man mm-hmm. this is a, one of the few times i highly recommend like i really wish someone had one of those big hard <laughs> hard oh, case for sure. four-wheel su- <laughs> suitcases really get some more uh weight on this thing <laughs> that's crazy that's hilarious but uh, i totally understand those frustrations because those things are terrible and i've also used so many that are like like, and I'm not even exaggerating when I say so many, that are like calibrated wrong. So like mm-hmm. you kind of have to not cl- click completely on point. Like if you click completely on the A, you'll actually hit the V or whatever. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, to be, Luckily, I have not used one of those in a long time because I, I think we're almost past them. Those were just a, si- a step in between checking in online or with your, through your phone or computer which I mostly oh, 100%, 100%. do now. 100%. 100%. And then you just avoid those unless you have to check baggage, I guess. Just avoid those altogether. Right. And what's interesting There's a pro tip. There's Jared's pro tip. Oh, for sure. That's <laughs> a that's a great <laughs> pro tip.
0: What's interesting about that too, Jared is I I have a couple different travel apps on my phone right now. One of them is it's called uh Vlak, which is check for my train. And it's it's the app through Ceske Drahi or the Czech like railway system. People and uh, I can buy all my tickets there. I get updates, dude. I even get a text alert like three minutes before my stop. Like you need to get off. at, You know? Oh really? Seventeen? 17- yeah, dude. It's awesome, dude. That and, I like that. That gives me more confidence to sleep on a train. Ex- exactly. And and what was funny is, you know, for Probably me, I really wanted to. Uh, I wanted to make sure that we had all the tickets and everything set mm-hmm. um, for for my parents when we were traveling. And I think in the past it was way more common to go to the train station, buy the tickets, and there would be a price difference because if you bought the tickets online, you were usually buying them through some third party, and you'd have to pay a fee or whatever, right? But nowadays, with you know Deutsche Bahn, um, ÖBB, which is the Austrian train system, also
1: um, just isn't, that, a, isn't <laughs> that like an old isn't that like a hip hop song from the early E-be-be, 2000s thousand? Isn't it? Hey I Think so. Something, hey, like, hey, that, hey, or something think, like that I think, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong.
0: But anyways, with these apps, you know, it, it makes it so you don't even really need to go into the train office. And, and I felt kind of like an idiot because we went into the train office to get the tickets for Vienna. And we got back and my mom was like, all right, what train number is this? And I've gotten so used to my app now, which says it in a certain spot, it took me forever on the ticket. And then, like, I gave it to my dad and he found it immediately. But, like... Yeah, because they're old.
1: Right. Right, exactly. They know how to read tickets. You're like, this would be so much easier if it was on my phone. Exactly. So Speaking of speaking of third parties, convenience, blah, 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 blah. It's official. Official, official that I'm not going home for Christmas. I mean, now this episode comes out after Christmas, so I'll say this. It was a sad but also enjoyable and slightly overly intoxicated Christmas, that's just a prediction, <laughs> however, the people that are hearing this Christmas has already happened, and I'm just assuming that's what's gonna happen that's fair <laughs> my well, parents I hope you enjoy did it, buddy. Sh- my parents did ship me uh and my sister too apparently um, presents and mm-hmm. um so that's nice <laughs> and I, I I have a i oh I did figure out what to get my mom I feel like I. Sh- i f- i wonder if I should say it here well, I'm going to say it here, so um I, I'm going to get her a uh, CBD oil because she always has like these aches and pains on like her knee, her knee and feet mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, I had to I was telling her about it. And, you know, I gave her the standard spiel of like, it doesn't get you high. It's not weed. <laughs> right. And she's right. like, oh, I read about it. And um, and, uh, and uh, I'm going to do that. Um Nice. Nice. Uh, That's solid. I would share
0: mine, but my parents are in the other room right now. So and we all know <laughs> that they have their have their ear up to the door.
1: That's right. <laughs> um, okay. Well, um, I, I I'm excited to hear about. The, I'm excited for this on the road
0: again. Oh, me too, buddy. And guess who I'm going to go visit while I'm in Vienna? Thomas. Yes, sir. You're oh, damn right. Yes. I am. Yes. So just some some insight for all of uh, our listeners out there. Thomas was my roommate in uh, in Vienna when I lived there for the year, and I would I would say we became really close friends. He's an awesome guy. Um, so looking forward to it. Um, it'll be a lot of fun to see him again, reconnect with him, and uh, hopefully attempt to speak some more Austrian German.
1: Can we? Uh, is it possible to get him on the pod? I can ask him. He might. We'll all see. Right.
0: I'll have to ask him and see. No promises, but that would be pretty epic. Okay. We'll see.
1: Is he, well, does he, is he, well um, just, just for my own personal preparation, if, if he does join us, is he still um, in Freiburg? Yes, sir. Well, yeah, he's in Freiburg, but he's visiting, uh,
0: he's visiting his uh, family for Christmas this year um, in Vienna.
1: I, I saw on Facebook, I believe it was, that he has a mustache. He did for Movember, yeah. Oh, okay. So he doesn't have that anymore. No. Nope. I, 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 I kind of wish he did because I was curious to see how I, it I w- I'm not going to say that it was creepy, But it was definitely a look. (laughs) I mean, must—it's. I feel like it's
0: really hard to not look creepy with mustaches, which is funny because if you look at pictures of guys from, like, the 60s or 70s, they look good with mustaches. Well, that's the
1: thing. I think the only way mustaches look creepy is if you're seeing them on a person that either just generally looks like a creepy person or someone that you know usually to not have a mustache. So if you were to be introduced to someone – And they have a mustache, there's a higher chance that it wouldn't be weird because that's just who you assume the person is. They could still be weird, though. Granted, there's still a higher chance that with the mustache they'll look weird. You're not wrong. But I think there's also a higher chance that um, it could look normal as well because you're like, I don't know what this person normally looks like. So I'm going to assume this is just the the normal. And it could look normal if it happens to be the right person. I don't know. I don't even know that many
0: people our age, though, that even have just a mustache. Uh Wally used to do that, remember? He he looked good with the one. He could pull it off, but I feel like yeah. not a lot of people can pull it off. I've done it once when I've I I've considered like, it. Whenever I shave I always rock it. Whenever I shave, a rocket. Whenever I shave I always
1: leave the mustache and I'm like, I can't I can't do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel
0: like I can't you probably you probably wouldn't look like creepy this. though.
1: I mean, who? Am I? I'm not the one to say, and I don't want to find out at work. <laughs> right? I want you to send me a picture uh, next Jared's time. Jared's you... been looking at me weird, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I, nothing's changed except for the
0: mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that's the power of facial hair, right there. I mean, I look like I'm like 14 if I don't have a beard. A lot of people don't believe me.
1: Uh but... oh yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think
0: I don't think that's true. Okay, maybe sixteen, but one one way or another, I don't look like I could legally drink a beer. That's for sure, or at least well, I could legally drink it in Austria. I guess we'd be good.
1: That's true. I mean, you don't look you don't look that young. Speaking of, uh, I would say speaking of Austria, do you have any uh, shout-outs for us? I do. I have two Spread shoutouts. Spread a little love.
0: That's that's right. I don't know what just you happened. Better believe it. <laughs> I liked it. I, I think that needs to be like a like a reoccurring <laughs> thing when we do the shoutouts. That was perfect. Get on, get yeah, on your okay. keyboard. Do a couple like cool like chords on there. Like um, who's who's the ca- oh, what's his name? The character from The Office. Um, and he plays keyboards. Craig Robinson, is that right?
1: Oh yeah 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 um yeah yes Craig Robinson, right. Is that, does, that his name? Play the, yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
0: Nice. All right. So my first shout out though to spread a little love, as you so eloquently said, is uh for Scotland. Uh, because Scotland has now apparently more than 70% of Scottish electricity is renewable, which is up 54.4% uh, from Scotland's demand in 2016.
1: Wow. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, countries like, uh, countries like Brazil or um, I believe, excuse me, I'm drinking a beer and it's having a reaction within me causing a <laughs> belch-like sensation. Uh, I believe countries like Brazil and some of the Scandinavian countries are like um, boast like 100% renewability or more than 100% renewability. Like everyone always talks about and in Sweden, they they sell their or they they buy trash. Um, that's cool. I, I love to see that progression. <coughs> I wonder and not to get negative within the, the shout outs, but I wonder where Mich- or Michigan, where the United States falls within that list of Renewabil- renewability. Me too. And I don't have any answers or numbers for That's you. Okay. But I'm also it's not, about, it's not about them. It's about That's Scot- true. Scotland. Scotland. That's true. So big ups to you, Scotland. I have a little then point. Th- a little point. I can't do it. I don't know how to do a Scottish accent. Yeah,
0: it's tough. I, I just <laughs> have to think of uh, groundskeeper Willie from uh, The Simpsons. But I still can't uh, replicate yeah. the accent either, really. Anyways, my last shout-out, <laughs> and you might not like me for this, Jared, because I've given this guy a shout-out before, uh, and I know how you feel about these guys. But Dinesh my next shout-out goes to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not Dinesh D'Souza, but Elon Musk, because I Elon Musk... Dis- fully dislikes. Okay, well, Elon Musk has uh, provided... 423k to buy laptops for all flint middle schoolers
1: okay see i respect that oh for sure for sure maybe uh um for for laptops you said
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. okay nice laptops which which
1: i think is good because
0: in today's society i think younger kids if they don't have access to some of these technological tools they're going to be really far behind when they get to college, if they get to college. And if not, they might be really far behind when they start working. Um, so, yeah, so big shout-out to you, Mr. Elon Musk, for uh, providing all Musk, these students in Flint laptops. Yeah,
1: Jared? I, I think that's great. And I, it's not that I dislike uh, Elon Musk. It's just that um, I think he does some shoddy business work. There was a, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, And this dude was talking about how his dad got one of the new Tesla Model 3s. And he got the performance one, um, which comes with 20-inch rims. And his dad's had three of the 20-inch rims and one uh, 19-inch rim from the standard model somehow. And so it just Uh came with one smaller rim. (laughs) That's not good. So It's just that kind of shoddy uh, build quality and... And, and and quality control stuff and, and and just business business stuff annoys me. But I don't. It's not that I straight up dislike the guy. Right.
0: I mean, we we talk about him like we're friends or something. But uh, we <laughs> believe it or not, we've never uh, hung out with him before.
1: Fine. I'll, I'll hang out with you guys. <laughs> I'll stop <laughs> shitting at him and join you guys for a meal. Right. That'd be solid.
0: Well, speaking of tasty things, I have a tasty brew with me this evening. Because I'm still in the Czech Republic, I had to get one of my favorite breweries, Krušovice, and this is Mm -hmm. the 12. So I believe this one is 5%. Which is more than the 10? Yes, more than the 10. And I also, we'll do the traditional, get that tap going. And uh, this one, I think the higher numbered beers tend to taste a little better. I don't know if it's just... I'm in my head, or what? But ever whenever I have a chance to get a ten, an eleven, or a twelve, I will almost always choose an eleven or a twelve.
1: Okay. But so, yeah, the wha- so so you so you were saying that the klushevitska Klu- that you were that Klu- you Klu- Shavitza, had uh-huh. Klu- that you had as the song or song of the pod beer of the pod on a previous episode that mm. was one of your favorite beers. Yes, and you argued that it was better than the pilsner Urquell. Yes. So now what you're telling me. Right here on this podcast <laughs> is that what we're witnessing is something that is too better than the other one. So that means even better, better than the Pilsner Roquel. and better right. than the Kludrowitz, uh Ten. Is that All what right, you're Jared, telling I, me right here on episode I, I got, fifty something three? Fifty-three. <laughs> I, got, I got
0: some. I got some even even worse news for you, Jared. I would actually say I would put maybe. Three beers above Pilsner Urquell.
1: I mean, I'd put a bunch of beers above Pilsner, Pilsner- Urquell. <laughs> I don't care if it's I don't care if it's uh, straight up f- from the tap and check, or from John Pilsner Urquell's testicles <laughs> himself.
2: <laughs> I don't oh, know why dear, I'm like, doing this. Well,
1: <laughs> so
0: so yeah, but anyways, Krušovice is definitely one of my favorites. Are you uh, on your phone, by the way? I'm not. My phone's over in the overcharging right now
1: so i'm gonna have to get okay. these selfies
0: later but uh as you can see jared it's got a nice Speaking color of which do gonna...
1: uh, you have to post a beer of the pod pick for uh, this episode oh good call just good call thank you yeah thanks for the heads up. terrible timing but <laughs> i just remembered right. um <laughs>
0: but yeah so, so good color to it. it yeah good color nice amber color i would once again say this is like a like a lager style beer um pretty smooth I think this one, I think you can taste the alcohol a little bit more in the 12s than you can the 10s. Mm-hmm. But it's only a slight difference. But, uh, what was yeah, the 10, I just 4.8 really 8 or enjoy, something like that? I think so, yeah. So it's a very minimal percent. But I mean, for me, I can tell it's a little bit stronger. Um, right. And yeah, it's just, I would, this is also a beer that I could either just drink by myself not by myself I sound like an alcoholic <laughs> drink by itself i mean you're or drinking also one by yourself food. right now i guess you're with that, me that is true well that's true you're also drinking a beer so <laughs> that's why we do this
1: podcast just to justify uh <laughs> that's right <laughs> i'm also by the way drinking a dales uh which is one of my i don't mean to i don't mean to to hijack your uh beer of the pod review but uh, yeah it's just one of my go-tos which I, I do enjoy I, very much, Not and, and much, I sure. and
0: I will say I will say to be honest, Krušovice is definitely my go-to. I actually had one on tap
1: earlier today, and it was really really delicious. What are you? Ooh, can I ask you this? Um, yeah. What are your par- Is this your, this is your parents' first time in the Czech Republic? Yes, sir. What are the uh, what what are, what are their opinions? Have they have I they think, given I you think any? I think they really any, like uh, it. Do they have we'll they see. been into, have they been to any? Um, uh them two specifically. Been to any European countries that they are happy to not go back to that they're like, eh, I'm not a huge fan of this one.
0: Well, I, I think the only place maybe would be would be Amsterdam just because it's kind of expensive. Right. Um and and it can also it's pretty busy. Um other than that, I don't Amsterdam think it's beautiful so. though. It's yeah, absolutely people are so friendly. Beautiful. And your oh, dad doesn't like that Van Gogh English. Museum? Oh, no. He, no, I think, I think it, maybe that's a bad example. I think they probably <laughs> no, would. I'm, just, I'm let like, me, let me, let me put it up this way. For this
1: city, I was like, oh, come on.
0: <laughs> let me, let me put it this way. I think if it was a little bit cheaper and if uh, things weren't always quite as chaotic, at least it is right very, in the downtown a, area, yeah, it is, it is a very bu- busy city. Like you gotta watch out so you don't Heavy get run over by a bike or a moped when you're in Amsterdam.
1: Right. Yeah, it is very fast paced. It's yeah, I, I think surprisingly fast paced because it's not fast paced in the sense that it's a fast paced culture, but it's more fast paced right. in the sense that a lot of people ride bikes and they're very tall. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs>
2: For sure. And they so will it's run not, it's your ass not, over it's if not, not, it's, not, paying like, attention. It's,
1: not like, it's not like a hustle bustle of New York. It's like everyone's going right. to their high-paced, high-powerful jobs. But it's just like, no, it's just people tend to move faster. And like, you have to be kind of aware, because it's not separated like cars. But there right. are st- still people like, moving faster than you, and people are big, so they walk faster. Also, um, I cannot
0: even imagine driving a car in Amsterdam or in Prague.
1: Maybe Vienna, maybe. I can't even I can't even I, I don't I can't even remember. I like I I've never even I don't even know. <laughs> I can't even remember like what I've no I cuz I think if maybe I've taken a couple like taxis if that. I don't even think I've done that. So I don't even know what it's like to ride in a car in Amsterdam.
0: Right. It's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. That's for sure. Oh, okay. But yeah, well, but anyways, uh, back, the back the to the powder, uh, yeah. Krušovice, though. Um, yeah. I have to tell you man I don't, I don't think you can beat it when it's on tap, It's one, at least in terms of Czech beers. Krušovic's okay. on tap, in my opinion, number one. Do you think one, you'll miss it very, when you come back? Oh, for sure. For sure. Might need to uh, do some crazy scheme like Always Sunny and uh, open up a bar and sell Krušovic's on tap. <laughs> Who knows?
1: You and I should open up a bar. We could uh, do the podcast out of there. That'd be sweet. Untranslatable, untranslatable bar. bar.
2: Ooh, Ooh. That'd be, has a good <laughs> ring to it. Has
0: a good ring to it. <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> have like some weird, weird names for drinks and stuff, and people have no idea what's in it.
1: Mama hoo hoo. That'd be pretty. That solid. could be a drink. That's true. Or the uh, viborni. Or the, I, uh, want the, uh, I, want, <laughs> I want the I want the pajalsta. That's what I want. Oh yeah, pajalsta. <laughs> That'll be something vodka based. Uh, oh it has it'll to be. be too strong it'll be way too strong and it'll uh, make make you please please say mm-hmm. but yeah um <laughs> that would be awesome maybe that'll be uh maybe that'll be our goal for uh twenty twenty uh there we will go. be uh our two year plan is to open a bar and have a top of the line studio that way we also do the podcast out of that bar and we'll do live shows bit, for everyone what city would be the sweet. best city to do it in because we're we'd obviously have to meet somewhere and make that decision.
0: Right. Man, well, I mean you you're, you're already in Philly. So, yeah. I'd say probably Philly. I don't know. Although really, my opinion, you got to go to Detroit, my man. That's where all the startups so are, are you, happening.
1: It seems like you want it to be in America though. I w- I was thinking international. Ooh, all right. I like I like where your head's at. All right. Ooh, I somewhere don't mind I mean America I'm not saying America's off the I actually like the idea of Detroit. I like that idea.
0: Detroit's solid. So even
1: though we're talking international, I'd still choose Detroit. I like. I that. gotta be. I gotta be real with you, man. I've talked to some
0: Czech people, and and I feel like a lot of people, not only Czechs but people all over the world, even a lot of Americans, um, they shit on Detroit and they don't even know about the greatness of it. You know, obviously oh, yeah. there's bad parts of Detroit, but there's bad parts in almost every big city.
1: I, I do get a little defensive when I hear people uh, shit on Detroit. It's like well, it's also people that have never been there. Granted, I shit on so many places I've never been to, people I've never <laughs> talked to before in my life. So I'm right. you know, I don't mean to, I'm not holier than thou, but yeah, no, I, I get a little overly defensive when people say uh things like that about Detroit. I was like, You don't even know. You don't understand right. the greatness right. within uh uh just don't go to certain areas and you're fine. <laughs> right. Exactly. And downtown Detroit's
0: beautiful, that's for sure.
1: Well, yes. Jared, do you, uh,
0: do you happen to know what time it is by chance? Oh, yeah, I think I do. Oh, perfect. Speaking of which, I, uh, I was uh, walking around Prague today, walked by the Rolex shop, thought about popping in there and getting an untranslatable Rolex uh, while I'm abroad, <laughs> but uh, it was a little above my, uh, uh, above
1: my budget, just a little. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Did you actually look, go into the Rolex shop? No, I but I saw the I saw the Rolex up there and made me made me think of you. I could I just imagined you wearing a Rolex.
0: That would be the funniest thing. I yeah, dude. I I mean the only the only technical jewelry I even wear is like an earring that half the time I would forget I even had it if somebody didn't say, oh, where did you get your ear pierced? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I've I've never been a watch guy. I think it's because I don't like things on my wrist, especially like if I'm like playing music. But anyways, we're not here to talk about uh our jewelry standards. We're here to give some
1: untranslatables. So how about you get us started, Jared? <laughs> okay. Well, mine are all um Austrian untranslatables because this is about the Austrian dialect. And uh, my first one is just a fun one to say. And so um i'm gonna tell i'm gonna say how you would say it in german okay and i'd like you to give the uh um give the austrian version i'll i'll Sa- do my best uh, Zeichmal. Zeichmal. Zeichmal? wait excuse me excuse me see Kuchmal. that's what i meant to say i'm sorry i am oh cook sorry Sch- Schalmal. yeah, yeah sha mal uh-huh yeah which which and just certain, means uh s- s- go ahead well, it means to look, right? Like, like mm-hmm. you're telling someone, yeah, hey, like, look, look. over there. That. Like, look there, yeah. Which is kind mm-hmm. of a false friend to me. Because when you first hear it Schaumann, at least for, for a, a German, like, it kind of sounds like show well,
0: me. W- wait, wait a second. Well, I agree with you. But Schaumann and Mal" have different meanings.
1: Okay. Well, I was, mine was "Schau
0: Schaumann is le- let's see. We'll see. Okay. Ugh. And, sh- and Mal" is look
1: oh uh, we'll see uh-huh. this is this uh-huh.
0: is this is where we learn this is <laughs> that's right <laughs> okay that's right and austrian German's is tricky there are like very small subtleties that will change the meaning of something and some places Wait, in austria means
1: let's see
0: or we'll see we will see like we'll if you're see. not sure you might be like yeah
1: oh interesting yeah. Yeah I yeah. feel like I fucked that up the entire time I was there. <laughs>
0: and, and 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 the other thing is um in some places of Austria they'll say um Schaumoi. So Schaumal, Ah, uh, Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I can imagine mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. um what's the name of our uh, our song of the Pod does something similar to that. Yeah, we'll talk about that, don't you worry? But yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Do you have one? Well, are yours Czech
0: or uh, Austrian I got, stuff? I, I got Austrian ones today as well. Okay. So this one, Jared, um, you could, well, I won't give you the example because I think it'll be too easy, but the word is gush, gush, gush.
1: Could you tell Could you tell me what it would be in, because I don't know, could you tell me what it would be in German, German? Yeah, it will give it away, but you can
0: still translate it. I mean, it's literally like, sein ruish" or ruhe jetzt.
1: Oh, be quiet?
0: Yeah, be quiet. Gush. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
1: I guess it's kind of okay. like we go, shh. Right? I guess they right. go, gush. Right, yeah. Gush. Yeah, it's a similar, sort, it's a similar sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, gush. Gush. I'll argue that that's better. Yeah. Sh- I think it's... Shh is always piercing, you know? Yep.
0: Very impolite, too.
1: Yeah, gush is more like gush. You could say it's soft, softer. Which sh- is whenever someone, sh- I mean, maybe it's the same with gush, just because I haven't heard gush be right. used. But when someone shushes, even if it's not to me, I'm like, "Wow, you're a dick." <laughs> uh, another, another it's a child.
0: R- right, for sure. Another one that I like that's kind of similar is um, hoiti pappen. Hoiti pappen. Hoiti pappen. Okay. Which is like halti or or oh. shut up
1: right mm-hmm.
0: or they you can also say all three of those i've Gush, heard that one before i've heard that, that one before. Uh-huh.
1: i have heard that before okay and in 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 german in germany you'd say halte Or or you can also say Halt's yep, Halt's Maul. Halt's Maul. those are not polite phrases though so i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't be just dropping those in the uban <laughs> i forgot about <laughs> Halt's Maul. oh my god that's a good one yeah you can also say i believe I've I've never heard that one before, but I'm okay. sure you could. Sure okay, Small was one I totally forgot about. Right. Oh, by the way, uh, this is this is totally unrelated, but I meant to bring this up earlier. So today, someone um, invited me to a, a Christmas party, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, I said I said, "Can I get back to you uh, later to, on whether or not I can go or not?" And really, I like I can. It was just like whether or not I will go, mm-hmm. and. Um, there's something about going to like a stranger's uh, Christmas party, and it's like people my age. <clears throat> but uh, there's something about going to like a stranger's not birthday party. Did I say birthday party. It's not a birthday party. It's a Christmas party. Christmas party. But there's something about mm-hmm. going to like a stranger's party, where it's like I I it's I, I, I don't I, I, uh, never mind. I shouldn't have <laughs> even brought it up. My next word is. That's part when you gotta say mama. My uh yeah, <laughs> which means no. <laughs> um. My next, um, yeah, well, it depends on how many Dales I drink. But no, I'm kidding. Uh, my next <laughs> phrase, uh, or untranslatable, is... Jetzt haben wir den Zalat. Are you familiar with that one? I've never heard that before. Ooh, now we have the salad.
0: salad? Now we have the lettuce? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Now we have the lettuce. Is that like now we've got the goods? Now we've got the money?
1: Uh, I believe it means when someone messes up. See, now I didn't put... There was more of an elaboration, but I was assuming you'd know. I was literally just assuming you'd know it. I've never heard that one before. Like oh a now lot of we,
0: learning going on today.
1: Now we have the salad. <laughs> nice. Now we have the salad. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. All right, I like that one. That's a yeah, good one. Yeah, there you one. go. Mm-hmm. All right, I got, a, I got one for you. Also Austrian-German.
1: I always do like the idea of getting free booze, though. That is one thing that like I do enjoy about going to a party. But I don't That's like true. standing in the corner or just talking to the same person and I'm making up, striking up conversations with strangers. What's your next uh, phrase? My next phrase is, Der Gescheiterer
0: gibt noch, Der Dumme Esel fällt in den Bach. Which in Jeez. standard German is, Der, der Gescheiterer oder der, der Klügere gibt nach, Der Dumme oder Der Esel fällt in den Bach. It's an Azel donkey, but you said it's yeah, yeah. dumb. The, the stupid person or the donkey. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, they, that's what they call dumb people? Is it oh, a donkey?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. Maybe. That was a, Could be.
1: Can you give me the phrase? Uh, just tell me what it is. Sorry, just translate it. We don't have to uh, go uh, through that again. Okay.
0: Well, the, the phrase is, Der Gescheiterde gibt noch der Dumme or der Esel feut in den Bach. Feut in Boch, sorry. Okay, what's Boch? Bach, which is stream.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Stream a bach, uh, and so it it basically means that um, you know the the usually smart people eventually will will what's the literal English translation though? Did you will, ever say the that? Little, oh, sorry. The smart one will like like not quit, but like give in or <laughs> or like realize it's not worth like continuing, oh and the dumb person will fall in this in the stream. Any okay. ideas
1: what that means? I mean, that was just as confusing as the as you explaining the German part of it to me. So just a uh, well, okay. So nachgeben is like to re- relent, to
0: retreat, to con- to concede. I would say to concede. So so the smart ones concede, the dumb ones will fall in the river,
1: or the smart ones retreat, the oh, dumb ones will fall in the river. No one to hold them, no one to fold them. You got to know when to. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, uh, speaking of no one to hold them, no one to fold them, Our uh, <laughs> one of our uh, patron saints of the Untranslatable podcast. Wait, isn't that a Willie Nelson song? Kenny Rogers. Oh, yeah, you're right. All right. Kenny that Rogers. Knows. But hey, nothing wrong with that.
0: <laughs> nothing wrong with I'm that. I'm such an idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, at least you're not
0: falling in any streams, Jared. Could be worse. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. Okay. Um did you know that phrase, by the way, or did you look that up? I, I've, I've known never, that one. I've, I've, I've heard. Ca- that I've one never that sounds so complicated. I've never heard it before. That's not complicated, but I've never heard it before. Now that I hear the translation, it makes more sense to me. Jetzt kannst jetzt kannst aber selbst auslöffeln. Now
0: you can, like, spoon your soup yourself. Is that what that means?
1: Yeah, go on and finish the soup yourself. Yeah,
0: now. So it's so is that kind of like if you don't change your attitude, you're gonna have to
1: do it by yourself. I've never kind heard that one. Of. Mama, <laughs> it's uh, not in the mood to help someone clean up their own mess. Mm. So you're on the right track. I think you're close. Okay. Uh, okay. But it's just like, uh, like, like finish off finish your own soup I, i'm 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 not i'm not gonna help you finish your your meal that's i see your that own makes meal. sense that makes sense all right all right i got one more for you jared there it's is. your bed you sleep in it or or it's what is that what's you, ma- that you the made english your one? bed sleep in it oh yeah you make your bed sleep mm-hmm. in it that's the english right. translatable
0: there we go nice so this one is um so in standard german it's um der Technik ist ein Hund. And in uh, Austrian-German, die Technik ist ein Hund.
1: What's Technik?
0: Like the the Technik, technical, um, like the the Technik. (laughs) You
1: know, I didn't mean um, to, didn't mean to th- take catch you off guard there, Chad. I thought that was a pretty simple question. You almost short circuited, like your technique was uh, broken. <laughs> technic is like the, the the technics or the technology. You say okay, okay, okay. Uh, it's just so funny how you keep saying technics. Like that's a word anyone says in English. <laughs> uh, technology. So the technology is a dog. Uh huh. Is that just saying the technology sucks?
0: Uh no, I would say what the idiom they have in German is der Teufel steckt im Detail. So the devil's in the details.
1: Oh okay okay okay, interesting. Mhm. That's uh, a whole bunch of untranslatables just thrown into one there. That was right? an untranslatable <laughs> Schmorgischborg. <laughs> um, nicht das gelbe von vom Ei. Nicht. And you want me to translate that That's into Austrian? Form? Sure. Uh,
0: nettes Gelbe. Nettes, uh, maybe it would be Nettes Gelbe vom.
1: Nettes Gelbe vom I. Oh, they say Gelbe? Well, so in Austria. Uh, uh, See, a now I feel like you're getting of, too fancy and they're going to be like, you're going to be in Austria. They'll be like, all right, relax, bro. Probably. That's <laughs> usually what happens. But no, usually
0: in Austrian German, like Alt goes to oit. That's why they say Oida mm. instead of "altar." Ah. Geld is Goit.
1: Okay. Okay. So
0: Gelb would be maybe Goib. Uh, the
1: maybe. yellow of the egg is what that is. Right. For uh, and, all of our non-German speakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
0: And uh, see, I've heard this idiom a ton of times in German.
1: Not the yellow of the egg. Is that what I said? I think I said the yeah, yellow not of the egg. Yeah, the, that's not the yellow <laughs> of the egg. And isn't it like it's not what you're good at? Um, or it's kind not of, the kind best? of. I mean, what, what, what? The definition that they gave was unconvincing performance or a poorly conceived idea, half-baked proposal. Okay. So oh, yeah, like yeah, that makes sense. Kind of like half-assing something, I would say, and not coming with the full, like you're full, fully prepared for something. I right. think is what what it is. That makes sense. So it's like you got the egg whites, but you didn't get the good. You don't have the good part. Like you haven't right. actually. You don't got, done got the meat white, of the work. or you
0: don't got that uh, that
1: yolk. Yeah. Which is hilarious by the way is that people, there was like a good decade or so where everyone was like egg whites, egg whites, egg whites and that turns out it's like no you actually probably if anything you'd be better off only eating the yellow part of the eggs if you actually had to choose. That's where all the nutrients and good stuff oh, is. Oh for
0: sure. Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Just eat the whole egg by the way. Just do that. Yeah. I, I would agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> Um so yeah, that's all I got.
0: Nice. Th- those are those are mine as well. Well, here, let me let me give you one more, Jared. Because this this phrase is just awesome. You ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready.
0: Nanona <laughs> no,
1: na, net. Mhm. I I I'm going to skip translating it to German, German and just say it, it almost sounds like I don't know nothing. That's, actually
0: that's, no. Nanonanet means more like natürlich or even sometimes yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay.
1: What is what does it mean in German?
0: How, how would you translate it to? I don't think you can no translate that one. I don't think there's
1: any direct translation <laughs> with that it's one. It's just natürlich would, would be what it would what it would yeah. be. Okay. Yeah. Uh I've never heard that before. I mm-hmm. feel like I, I I for some reason I feel like when I was in Vienna I got away with 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 uh, with, with lear- without learning a lot of um, a lot of those phrases, and maybe just be- the very nature of being in the biggest city, it's easier to get away with a uh, you know with a more classic Hochdeutsch German, which is mm-hmm. your more traditional German that you'd be taught in schools. Right. Um, I feel like it's easier to get away with that. And the bigger the city, so in Vienna, it's, it was a little easier to get away with not knowing all of those little intricacies. Even though I knew some of them, obviously, like nah and all that stuff. Right. Well, I think some of it too. Did
0: you did you have an Austrian roommate? No, they were all American. One was half so th- Spanish. So I think that makes a difference. You know, I had I had Thomas, my Austrian roommate.
1: Right. Which is really interesting, and they were all when... higher levels. Just all your roommates were higher were better German speakers than all of my roommates. Except right. for Nolan. Right. And we
0: actually made a pact in my apartment to only speak German when we were at home. And I would say we stuck to that
1: most of the time. Passed around a knife, cut your, uh, cut a, your fingers, and uh, shook <laughs> That's hands. That's right. German, <laughs> German speaking blood brothers. That's right, Jared. You're right. Only German.
2: <laughs> but yeah,
1: um, makes a difference.
0: And then, you know, the second semester, I try to meet more Austrians as well. Um, especially because I was feeling a lot more confident in my German. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I was uh, back at Albion for my senior year, I was fortunate enough to be offered like a German TA ship, right? To, to, you know, help out and teach some German tutorials to some of the students. And my advisor told me, you might want to tone down the, the Viennese accent a little bit. Ooh, and
1: I I hadn't even you realized say, hey, parent, it at first. Easy there, slipping on gator piss. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. I don't want to fight my, you,
0: <laughs> right? Do you, and do, one do, of my do German. You, do you agree yeah, with them ahead. though? I mean, I, yeah, yeah. yeah I students guess so. students don't need to learn Wienerisch. Yeah, it's just I like it. I think it's cool. Things. But yeah, exactly. But even some of my German friends can tell me once in a while they hear it a little bit.
1: Is so? Is that just now? Your because. You were only you were there for a year. Do you think that you have the most exposure to that kind of German? Do you, do, I, let me put it this way: is that a, is that more of a conscious or, or unconscious effort? Like, is that just your preferred uh, dialect, or is it less more unconscious than that? Where it's just like it's just like uh, maybe it's just because you live there and were the most exposed directly to to that.
0: I think it was some of that, but I think the other aspect of it is some of the words for me that they, they sound a little nicer with Austrian German. And they're easier to pronounce, for example. So you enjoy it a little more. You yeah, enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, and I would say some words in Austrian German are easier to pronounce. Like, Chemie um, is standard German for chemistry. That's Scheme. a very
1: difficult word to say.
0: Right, and and uh, in Austrian German, they say Chemie.
1: Uh, yeah, that's very easy. <laughs>
0: or, or you have Sheena um, um, or, or Akina for China. Um, I did not know that. Technik, Technik. Uh, yeah, there's... There's a so, difference in the ch sound.
1: Do you want to do some more? Um, speaking of, since you're doing this, I have a couple. I have a list of. We'll, I guess uh, some some. Would you call it false friends between? Uh, no, excuse me. False friends are later. First, we'll do just some terms, some standard oh, perfect. terms. perfect! Absolutely. I'll give you the Ger- the Hochdeutsch, which is the standard German. You'll give me the uh, Austrian German. Then we'll I'll, get to the false I'll, friends. I'll try my best. We'll, we'll see. They're easy. They're easy. Okay. Brichten
0: which is bread. Oh, Just this a is a bread important one. And I have a funny story about this. Okay. Uh well, before I tell the story, let me explain <laughs> See, the See, as word. I said,
1: now I now I'm hyper conscious uh, after that episode with David, now that apparently I'm always trapping people. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize I was always trapping people. Um no, anyway. Sorry. Let's so, tell so, me so your Brunchen funny bread is, story. Uh... <laughs>
0: Well, I, I will. I will after I give them the the Austrian word. So, Brötchen is the German word for roll. Literally, little bread. Bröt is bread, and Schen oh, yeah. on the end of words oh, yeah. would be little. So, Brötchen, little bread yeah. or roll, and they are delicious in Germany and Austria. They're also really good here in the Czech Republic as well.
1: Pretty simple, uh, too. It's the cheapest thing yeah. you can get out there. And they don't, don't last for any longer than that day also, really. Oh, for like sure. The most thing you yeah. get is like a, two days out of them.
0: Maybe two days, yeah. And right. after that, it gets a little too too uh, stale and hard. But anyways, so Brötchen is roll and Zemmel is the Austrian German. They also say, also just so our listeners know, a lot of these words that we'll be talking about today, you can also use them in Bavaria, southern Germany that borders yes. Austria.
1: Mm-hmm. The, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, apparently, Austrian German is um, is uh, like it's its own. Um, it's one of the. Let me let me just put it this way: Austrian German is the only uh, pluricentric language officially recognized by the EU. And a pluricentric language is one with se- uh, several standards, official variations, such as English. So, so it's like a officially recognized dialect of German, and. Right. Um, because it's Austria is so close to Bavaria it, a lot of a lot of those um, a lot of Bavaria actually uh, how how I, I believe the proper way to say this and correct me if I'm wrong if you know but I believe the proper way to say it is that a, a lot of Bavarians also speak the Austrian German dialect is that the proper yeah, way? I feel I, like I I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm almost feel like I'm slipping on gator piss. a little bit when I say that like I was a little nervous to say that but I believe that that is a, the proper way to say it I would, I would
0: say that's pretty accurate. I mean, really what you can say is Austrian, German, B- and Bavarian come from the same dialect family. Okay. okay. There are some small variances, but yeah, I would say overall, like Austrians can understand Bavarians and vice versa. It's no problem. And, and what's I'm really not... funny, speaking of Bavaria, is um, there's a saying in Austria. They say, um, what is, oh, shoot, I'm trying to remember the saying now. It's like, um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Bayern is the best of so so like Bavaria is the best of Germany, and mm-hmm. Österreich is the best of Bayern, <laughs> and Austria is the best Bavaria.
1: I actually read a lot about how, um, oh hi, I have a lot about how, um, <laughs> how um, Austrians have like a bunch of uh, like kind of quote-unquote pejorative sayings for, um, for Germans, mm-hmm. but Germans don't oh, really have sure. that for Austrians. Oh yeah, they do. Oh, they do. Can oh, you think Oh yeah, about any? they
0: do. I mean, I mean, just what they call each other. Austrians will call uh, Germans uh, Piefke, and Germans will call Austrians Ozzies.
1: Ozzies, yeah, but, uh-huh. but, for, but uh huh. But 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 Pifka comes. Do you know where Pifka comes from? Uh uh. Pifka apparently comes from Prussian and or Kraut. Okay, all right. So I feel like there's way more insult within uh, Pifka than there is Probably. within just a, a, a joke on the way on on uh on the people's you know on austria right or osterreich i guess which is austria for germans but right. um um okay so let me give you some more did you tell us a story about the zemmel did you ever get to that oh no i,
2: I didn't <laughs> <laughs> i didn't
0: so the story is so i was in i was in one of the grocery stores and uh and I believe the woman working in the bakery part of the grocery store, I think she must have been um, she wasn't Austrian. So I think she was she had moved to Austria and learned German in Austria, not in Germany. Because I went there with my dad and he asked for for Brötchen. Mm-hmm. And the lady had this blank look on her face, like, what do you want? And then uh, they don't even, I think they're not even familiar with it? I, I would say an Austrian would be. But like I said, I think this woman was probably from uh, like an Eastern European country, moved to uh, Austria. So she and was like an I- immigrant
1: Austria. so just learned Austrian German. Right. And I so, gotcha. thankfully I, gotcha. I was
0: I was near him so I said "fia bitter" and then okay. we got it all got it all solved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say most Austrians understand standard German.
1: I mean, I mean for if, if you're an immigrant in, into Austria, it would totally make sense that you had br- br- like br- br- what is that? I, right. I, that would make sense. Um, Kartoffel, excuse me, Kartoffel, Kartoffel. I was <laughs> reading the trans, the G- Austrian version as, as I was saying the, uh, the German, uh, Kartoffel. Erd Apfel? Yeah. Whenever I, uh, hear Erd Apfel, I always just think of the song Earth Angel and I'm like, Erdäpfel erd Apfel, <laughs> um, uh, which well, is you know potato. What's
0: fun- right. But you know, what's funny is don't they use the same type of description in France?
1: Uh, a yeah, potato is an ter. earth apple, right? Exactly. Yeah, which is which is apple of the earth. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting concept. I mean, it's it's interesting that, that they've all, that they've all kind of agreed that that not they've all, but at least those two languages have agreed that. Excuse me, this Dale's that apple. I mean, excuse me, that potatoes are apples of the earth. Right.
0: Yeah, that is kind N- of interesting, isn't it?
1: Uh, yes, nicht wahr. What they say nicht wahr. What I would say might be oder, question mark.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I would say oder. They
1: say nicht wahr, and I left it there because I felt like I wasn't good enough as of a German speaker to uh, override it. But I also want to okay. ask you, I feel like oder is a better, it's like. I it, think it, nicht wahr is more formal. Yeah, I would
0: say they'd say oder.
1: And Austrians would probably also say that, or maybe gel. Yep. Yep, that's that's a specifically Austrian one. Is "gel," right. uh, "ein bisschen," which is a little. Oh, this is one of my favorite Austrian
0: words. <laughs> and one of I was actually in Prague a few weeks ago, and I met some Austrians, and I heard them say Abyssal and I knew immediately after I heard them say Abyssal that they were yeah. Austrian. <laughs> it, made, it literally brought a smile to my face after I heard them say. Is that really Abyssal. one of your favorites? Oh, it's I. I love a lot of the. Austrian German words that have the L on it, right? Bissel, Würstel, A little oh, yeah. sausage is a good one. Yeah. Um, what so L? would they do
1: yeah. the uh, uh, L? Would they do that instead of the Schien? Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's okay. So that's like another a reason bar, why the brotchen wouldn't work, is because they would uh, it right. would be like a Bruchel if, if they yeah, they would actually work. do that. Right.
0: Like the like uh. I think the word for pub in Austria, if I remember correctly, is Beisel, uh, which also Bisl, yeah. Ah, sorry. So this word actually comes from uh Hebrew, um Bisl, but it has that L ending again. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a word for like a like a more a traditional German or Austrian restaurant. Um, but I just love that the way that sounds at the end of the words, right? Bisl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like yeah. Wurstel. It just has like a. To me, it just sounds
1: very Austrian when I hear that. Yeah, no, it does. It does. I, I like it, and it's it's it's, and I think it kind of represents what you were kind of trying to explain earlier of why you prefer the Austrian German to the germ to the more Hochdeutsch German is because or just a different dialect is because even something like that I think represents how. The Austrian dialect kind of smooths, smooths out the German a little bit. Shen is so much harsher than the Zell. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just right. a good representation of smoothing out the language a little bit. Right. And, and I will, I don't know if our listeners will believe this,
0: especially our listeners in Germany. Or maybe they will agree. I don't know. But I've heard a few of my German friends actually say that to them, Austrian German sounds a little bit softer, a little nicer, a little sweeter, or even a little bit cuter um than standard german
1: so now we're now we're getting down to it now i see why why you prefer to use that uh that austrian german (laughs) (laughs) you you caught me what can i say gluss (laughs) (laughs) oh actually that's something that uh germans will make fun of you for if you say um if you say gluss which is a uh, uh austrian greeting right um. The, the Germans will say, uh, I'll let them know if I see them. They'll say that in German. Right. Uh, which, because Gruskot made greetings to God.
0: Right, except for in Bavaria. Right, because Bavarians also are speaking Germans, Austrian German. Right. I've also had some German snicker at me when I've said servus, which is like informal hello oh, yeah, 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 in yeah, Austrian yeah. German.
1: yeah. I always, informal hello, I always kind of see it as, if this even makes any sense, it was more like an informal, like, greetings, you know? (laughs) Right. I don't know know if there's even a difference there. Uh, Tomaten. Paradisa. That's a good one. Oh, is it, oh, it is Paradisa. I didn't even notice that. Um, That's another one that I don't think I, like, I knew, for some reason I was thinking Paradisa, and then you said that, and I looked, I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that. I feel like I never really used Paradisa like once while I was in uh, Austria. Well, that's uh,
0: important to know when you go out to a restaurant. Okay. In Austria, and you and might I think say Pachradizer instead of also a good representation of of kind of
1: a nicer word than a... To- oh, sorry. I talked over you because your Wi-Fi is terrible. And uh, Oh, you're good. A, what were you saying? I said, uh, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, Johannes Berlin. One more time? Johannes Heid- Heidebeeren? no Johannes, Johannes not, <laughs> which is apparently a current the uh i the only reason I left that one in there is because my middle name is Johann it's a uh, in 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 Austrian it's uhbielle, which is just a current, which is you know what a current is like one of those tiny red little circular berry looking right. things yeah um, and that's it that's all I got. Okay. I also have some false friends between German and Austrian. Oh, let's do it. Uh, Kasten. What, say
0: it again. What is that? Kasten. Oh, Kasten. hmm
1: Like a like a box. That's what. It, yes, that's what it is in um, German. What but is it in, in Austrian? Austrian, German? I believe. Kasten is a Schrank, I believe. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and a Schrank is like when, when, a closet. See, the funny thing is, even though it says it here, like I found this online. When you don't know, I'm like, I got this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. And I'm so, I'm so like hesitant to be like, just say it. I guess I, it's so hard for right. me to tell you what something, like, what a German sense. So, like, if he's, if you're not getting it, I'm like, oh, God, uh-oh, I'm wrong. I, I, I'm so not perfect. So this is actually a very difficult segment for me to do right now and confidently tell you these things. Because <laughs> I'm like, Chad's a legitimate German teacher. Who am I <laughs> to be, like, giving like teaching you things? <laughs> hey,
2: Google can be good sometimes, you know?
0: Give
1: Google credit where it, uh, so, it yeah. deserves. So, yeah, K- is uh, would be, uh, or, or excuse me, Kasten. Is box in Germany, but it's a wardrobe in Austrian. And uh, shrunk is how you say wardrobe in also. Uh, uh, um Kastel
0: can also be a small and can also be used when you're talking about your your like
1: your mailbox. Brief oh. Interesting. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's it's a, that makes sense. It's a small wardrobe for your mail. That's right. And so instead of Kasten, it would be Kastel. hmm Zessel.
0: Zessel in Germany is an armchair, and Zessel in Austria is just the generic term for chair or Stuhl in proper German.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, in German, uh, <laughs> I, this I don't know why they have have to add this here, but in German, um, do you know what Stuhl is? S T U H L. Isn't isn't that feces? Yep, that's just poop. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I had to add it. I don't know why I had to. I'm just a child. Um, Vorzimmer. Wohnzimmer or Vorzimmer? Vorzimmer.
2: Hallway.
0: Oh, hallway. That's standard German, right? Uh, No, that's. uh, I've never heard that one before. Apparently,
1: standard German is Dila. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. Have you heard that word before? I've heard "Dila" before, but never Forzimmer. Interesting. Okay. okay.
1: I'm, I, I like that I'm improving your Austrian German here. You this are. You're really getting me ready help, for help my help trip, buddy. The, I appreciate it. With the it. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You like this Forzimmer? Um, <laughs> and then uh, one more. Polster. This one I did not know. Say it again. Polster. Not Polestar like the performance line of Volvo's, but right. Polestar with an E.
0: Polestar. Oh, I've I've heard this one before, but tell tell me what it is. Kissing. Oh, it's a pillow. Yep. yep. Oh, your right.
1: German is very good. I try. I would <laughs> hope so. I mean, I like. I didn't. I. Because I, I like. I wouldn't know pillow. Um off the off the bat like that it's just like there's always just kind of even, even like and i think there's stuff like that that, that I, I always keep me from being um calling myself uh um f- fluent and I, mm-hmm. honestly obviously i've lost a lot of it over time like i still know stuff right. but i've lost a lot but i think there's a lot of those kind of words that you can get by without knowing and still be very effective in, in in any language, just because it's like, how often are you really? Do you really need to use some of these words that might be very useful? But you can. But it's just easy to get. It's just easy to get by without ever talking about pillows when you're at a bar with some friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> or well, it's easy to never, you know, bring up wardrobes and or whatever.
0: Well, let me let me give you a, a word or or two words that will help you remember the word pillow forever. And our listeners out there who don't speak German. Kissen Schlacht is pillow fight, and I just think that's a badass sounding
1: word. Kissen Schlacht. <laughs> See, now that's one, uh, now that's one ag- kind of aggressive sounding word that I think is hilarious. That that pillow fights would sound like aggressive. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> is Machen Schlacht
1: fight? Kissenschlacht? battle, battle or slaughter? <laughs> Uh, slaughter. <laughs> I just imagine like some one of those like um, sort of montages from a movie where they have the kissing uh, schlacht and it involves like the feathers flying all over the place. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. So we, we lost some good pillows that day. <laughs> um, exactly. So, uh, did you know this? Did you know? In Austrian-German, you'll find that a few haben verbs take sein. And so I if did, you were to— I ex- did know this, but, but if continue. If you were to say—I'm explaining this for the people. If you were to uh, say some certain phrases, like if you were to say certain past tenses of phrase, you would say like, ich, I have gone to— So you know so how we say I have gone to? Ich habe—they'd some, like, all sometimes, depending on the on the verb. And usually the standard rule that they give— is that if it's something involving movement or going somewhere or act active, then it's mm-hmm. sign. So instead of saying I have gone, you would say I am gone. Is what the right. I'm doing the English form of what the actual German translate tr- what they'd be saying in German. And so some of them. So you actually do know this. I did not know this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, how did so? How do you learn these things? And I'll go through what some of them are. But so,
0: some I'm of like, it. Some of it was just exposure and hearing Austrians say it. Um, right. Like it's been, uh, it been Like I, I, sat, like I sat, um, yeah,
1: that's one of the ones.
0: Yeah. Um, some Ligen. of, some of, yes, some of, some of it though was also, uh, when I was in graduate school, I did a, I kid you not, I did almost a three hour presentation on Austrian German.
1: It was really funny. I Whew. took this German dialects class. That's that was that sound. I don't know if that's more torture for you or whoever has to watch that. Oh, I loved it.
0: I loved every minute of it. But three but hours. Three hours. Yep. You betcha. You betcha.
1: You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> that three is hours.
0: insane. Mm-hmm. And what was funny though is in what, my class. Were you in front of class? just to
1: profess? Oh, you were in front of entire class? whole class. Whole class. Yep. So so was it? So did each student have to do this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we here. Here's what was funny. So we each got, well, I think we got to choose a dialect, or I think we may have even been assigned a dialect. (laughs) And my professor knew that, you know, I loved Austria, and uh, Austrian-German is near and dear to my heart. But, you know, he he could have just given me Wienerisch, and he just goes, do a presentation on Austrian-German. So the entire country of Austria. And there's a part of Austria that's by Switzerland that sounds nothing like all the other dialects of Austrian-German.
1: Yeah, the Swiss-German is the weirdest. I would agree. No offense. I mean, it's it's hard for me to say that. I, it's me saying that almost feels. I almost feel like when like people on Fox News are commenting about the black community, that's how how I just felt. Talk, speak like speaking about uh <laughs> It's like, all right, you barely know what you're talking about, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, can I'll go through actually. There are, I think there are seven recognized, or I, I not. I think there are seven recognized dialects of German. Oh,
0: let's do it. I want to hear these. I'm curious
1: uh swiss german or as they would say it Deutsch yeah uh-huh you're right schweizerdeutsch mm-hmm. um and and that's the one that is and 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 what they say on this website which is fluent to you which i often find myself on when doing research for this uh podcast and they what they say is that um this is de- and it actually backs up what i was just what i was just saying this is the one that you're least likely to understand as a non-German speaker or as a German speaker, um, mm-hmm. and um, it's a, it's, a, yeah, it's just a, it's just a very, int- it's just a very interesting dialect. That's I, I, I think the most different from all the other types of German, Austrian German, which is what we're talking about right now, right. which is Österreichisch, Österreichisch, Österreichisch. Austrianisch Deutsch. Jesus Christ. Uh oh wait, they say the Bayer the Bavarian dialect is different. Bayrisch they say is a different dialect. It's, it's slightly different. Uh, and it it and depends they, on um, how you define call, dialects. Well, I will say this. They define um Bayrisch as southern like Hochdeutsch, like like the like the southern dialect Hochdeutsch how they how they explain. It. They say uh, we'll continue uh, our sweep of Southern High German by looking at the Bavarian dialect. So they're saying Austrian is also sort of a Southern High German. And mm-hmm. then they say that Bayern, Bayerish as well. Would you agree with
2: that? Mm.
1: You're welcome to say no, bro. Not, this is our own podcast. Right. You can say whatever the you <sighs> want. And I, as I censor myself.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: I I think there's a ton of similarities between Bavarian and Austrian German. So I would, I would pull them in as... Maybe not one hundred percent the same, but pretty similar.
1: Well, I—I I mean, as I told you earlier, I'm not against that either because I read thing. I read a couple other websites that would argue that uh, that barbarian German is is is, as I said before, comes from Austrian German, which I hate. I'm so nervous to say because it almost seems like like I feel like everyone and all of our southern German, shout out to our southern German stronghold as we call it we are gonna right. be like, whoa, bro. <laughs> how dare you? Um the Upper Saxon dialect, which, which they is call one. Which of the uh, funniest
0: sounding dialects, in my opinion.
1: Zexish. Uh-huh. Z- is that what they call it? Zex- Zexish?
0: Uh-huh. Is that Zex-ish. how you say it? Zexish? Uh-huh.
1: Isn't Zaxon just another word for German? Not quite. Saxony or Zexen is uh another is, uh, is another one of the sixteen Bundes, uh, Sachsen, excuse me, another one of the 16 Bundesländers, eastern half of the country, and part of the former, uh, German Democratic Republic, Republic, Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> during the Cold War, and, um, the Berlin, uh, the Berlinish, Berlin dialect, uh, flat Deutsch, uh-huh. which in English is apparently low German. Pennsylvania Dutch, which I learned, you know, we talked about that Amish play that I went to go see. And apparently, um, Pennsylvania Dutch has nothing to do with Dutch, it's, uh, it's a dialect of German.
0: Well, who knew uh, you would learn so much just from uh, watching some Amish plays, you know?
1: I've learned that the big city will corrupt you. And that Pennsylvania Dutch is actually a, a dialect of German. <laughs> right. The big city and the fast-talk fast and, uh, fast and fast-paced lifestyles are dangerous.
0: That's right. It
1: makes sense, though. I mean, a lot of people don't get
0: that Dutch actually comes from the word Deutsch.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, why would I? Like, why would I not think that? If I, would, if right. I didn't know that, why would I not just assume that it's based off of Dutch. It's like right. there's, there's Dutch in the title. <laughs> <laughs> right, Am I an idiot exactly. for thinking this? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say so. Um, let's see. Uh, I do. I remember moving to when we studied abroad, mm. and I, you know, we we've talked about how we didn't really understand much for the first, I'd say, two weeks or so. Maybe for me, two or three weeks. Um, I'd even
0: I'd even go out on a limb and say maybe even a month.
1: Problem? Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe. You're probably right. I though enjoyed that process because I'd say I was only fully lost for like a week or two of it, and then That's and then and then you know you're slowly and then I slowly pick up on it. Where it's like I don't really know what that means, but I get what you're saying. I enjoy I, I enjoy that. It's, it's almost like a whole new world. It's like you're kind of discovering <laughs> like a uh, right It's like ooh, ooh, that's how you do that. Ooh, that's a little interesting gem I, I didn't I'm picking up on. And um, right. it's exciting.
0: And, I, I feel you. It's definitely really
1: exciting. Uh, can I ask you a, a very important question? Absolutely. Are you team Amdullah or team Upfoshola? Oh, amdulah, jeden tag, every day. Yeah, I'd agree with you. It's Team it's got Almdudler. more. Um, oh, it's got more. It's got more um, <laughs> flavor to it. Complexity to it. The Alphashola literally I mean, just Afra tastes Shola's like sparkling right. apple juice. I don't have a problem. That's I don't true. have a problem with afushola. I'm never going to get Alphashola and be like, oh, this is garbage. I enjoy it. But I do enjoy that the amdulah just has more, like it has more flavor to it, more complexity.
0: Right. And and I'll be honest. Obviously, Almdudler is my number one, but I used to always buy the knockoff brand because it it's called for any of our listeners curious if they're traveling in Austria, it's called Limo, which is literally like what herb
1: herb lemonade? I guess so. I barely remember That's that. basically remember what Almdudler that, is. I remember that you got the knockoff, but I don't remember what it Yeah. It, yeah, it is. Well, I mean, yeah, Alpha Schola is, I mean, Amdudla is actually a brand name. Sorry, I'm opening a can. Amdudla is actually a brand name, but Alpha Schola is a generic term for the for the drink. So right. it's a little different, it, just right. in the way exactly. it's named. But they're, they're, those are both like, Alpha is kind of the staple apple drink <laughs> of Germany, right? Of most of Germany. Right. And uh, Amdudla is the Austria. I don't, maybe Bavaria. Do they drink Amdudla in Bavaria? I've never been. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Most definitely.
1: Okay. Well, Most there you go. definitely. Uh yeah, so those are the uh dialects of German. Um and those are Chad's uh and Jared's decision on um, versus Afuschola. And also Austrian German is still spoken in northern Italy as well, just another another one in Zud Tirol. Zud Tirol is actually exactly. North Italy, <laughs> even though it's called South right. Tirol. Right. Well that's because it used to be
0: I think it was a part of Austria, wasn't it?
1: Probably, I don't know for sure, but I that would be. Surprise, I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I mean could Austria be wrong. used to be a much bigger empire back in the day. Right, for sure. Uh, there
0: are a couple other kind of cool things about Austrian German I'd like, like for example, uh, the word for ambulance. What's the word for ambulance Amber-Lance? in standard German, Jared? Uh, Jared. <laughs>
1: <Amber-Lance>. <laughs>
0: a- uh, <laughs> ambulance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh Krankenwagen, which just means sick wagon or sick car. Right. And what's the word for uh yeah, what's the word for it in Austria, do you
0: remember? Uh I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Rettungswagen.
1: What's what is that mean? like a,
0: uh, retten or rettung would be like like saving someone.
1: Oh, oh, it's like this is the savior car. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which I think is more um, appropriate. I mean, obviously people are but I think you're more mo- more likely to be in the ambulance if if you're being saved rather than if you're sick cuz like even if you have like if you have some sort of serious illness that doesn't mean you can't be driven to a hospital right. uh, but if you but if you like say break a bone or you know have a heart attack or something you're being saved from something you're right. not you're not For just sure. sick this is, a, this is an act of saving happening.
0: <laughs> right.
1: We're actively in the process of we need this to happen now.
0: Well, it's also interesting that in Germany, Krankenhaus is the word for hospital. And in Austria, they say Spital.
1: Yes, that's true. That is true. That is actually another one I skipped before. Yeah. Spital, which is fun to say. I did not know yeah, that either. Spital. These are all things I did not know. I feel well, now, like I'm a, now you gotta come back to, to Vienna so you can flex well, on I'm, all these Austrians. I'm planning on it. I'm planning on it. You know what? I, what, <laughs> I was actually uh, this as once again I don't know why I'm go- but I was thinking to myself, laughing to myself earlier today that what if like on Christmas because I'm not going home uh, and I'm gonna be like here by myself. I just put up like a three hour podcast of me just like talking to a <laughs> microphone by myself. <laughs> Um, and I was like, Chad, probably we need People to do People have definitely done weirder things, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is for sure. So, yeah. Do you have any uh, any more um, commentary on uh, on uh, Austrian-German?
0: Oh, you know you know, I do. The one thing I want to mention that I really like is also the word for bag. If you're in Germany, they'll say Tüte, and in Austria, they say Zacherl.
1: Yeah, I remember that one.
0: Which is a good sack one. So much better. Oh, for sure. A little sad. Uh,
1: and once again, I, I, you know, I'm I'm now noticing. I was just because I was just about to say the little thing as well. I'm now just noticing all these uses of the L. I, like I never really noticed that, because because right. even though I think a more Austrian German was taught in our German classes when we studied abroad, mm-hmm. not everything can be focused on. Like so, I like I, I don't think. Maybe that never came up the the fact that that's how you kind of that's the same as saying "shen." So like I never really noticed that until right. now, and I right. like it. It's so much better. Oh, Softer, for sure, it's
0: great. It's great. subtler. All right, Jared. So now I got a couple other Austrian words I want to share with you, and then we'll move on to the song of the pod. Um, but the first one I want to give you is the Austrian word "yauza." Do you remember what "yauza" means? <sighs>
1: that sounds like a word from a 1960s cartoon. Yauza.
2: Was a Scooby Doo? <laughs> Might <Zoinks>. be. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know what Yauza is. It's is that a, a kind it's, of dog. It's a snack. Yausa. Mm-hmm. Is it a sweet snack? No, it's just it's just kind of a generic word we like oh. to have a snack. how do you, snack. how would you say snack in German? Um, Schna- schnackchen. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Would you actually say that? I was just, I just made that. Up. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I, see, I don't have snacks in Germany. I just eat full meals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't schnitzel. know. Yeah, a snack for a snack. A snack for, <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. A oh, snack for think, us would be I think, I like, think
0: Germans might call it Brotzeit.
1: Brotzeit? M-
0: maybe. I actually maybe. have Dick CC in front of me. Oh, although my wife. I think Wi-Fi Germans might even say work. snack, though. Ein, ein snack. I think Germans might, might say okay. that nowadays. Another one, uh-huh. another one of my favorite Austrian words, and there's no German right, word for is, this. It is snack. It is snack. Okay, nice. Uh, so another one of my favorite ones is uh, reparaturseidel. Do you know what that means, reparaturseidel?
1: Um,
2: so like I'll tell a, you, a seidel. Repara-
0: seidel is Go a ahead. small, a small beer, kleines beer. Seidel. Oh, so, yeah.
1: A Is that like a um repar? It almost feels like like the first beer after work is what I would call that. Oh, that's a good one. I just need to like I just need like my like this is my reparations beer almost. (laughs) You're. Uh, I've earned this because that's uh, not what it means. uh, I hate my job. Theoretically, I don't hate my job, but (laughs) most people tend to hate their job. Right.
0: No, a reparaturseidel is a small beer that should cure your hangover.
1: Oh, yeah, a I like that. Idol. That makes a lot of sense. So uh-huh. it's kind of like a. Do we have a word for this in English? But I cannot think of it. Um, we do. I mean, we our, our untranslatable would be like bite the tail of the dog that bit you, or something like that. Okay. Or hair of the tail of that dog that bit. You, or the tail hair of the.
0: Yeah, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> but something along those lines. Oh my god! You're, how do you not know? I, I have no idea that knows, what phrase For someone that, is. that knows so much German, your uh, knowledge of uh, uh, English untranslatables is abysmal.
0: <laughs> Needs to improve, that's for sure. <laughs> there, yeah. I said it. We could, we could, we could spend, we could spend hours on Austrian German, but I think now we need to give our listeners. Um, some practical knowledge or at least give them something to listen to to hear the sound of Austrian-German. So I picked out a special song this week from a, a rap group called um, Hinterland, which, Jared,
1: do you know what Hinterland means? I mean, directly translated, it's like the backlands. The woods or something? I don't know. but uh-huh. the woods is, Yeah, it's really like the woods, Hinterland. the country,
0: the boonies. Okay. Yeah, it's like the woods or the countries or the boonies, and the song okay. is called "Volksmusik," which should be "Volksmusik," like it but it's yes, Austrian that's German, what I, so that's it's what I was "Volksmusik." Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Felix. So that's just a common like thing about Austrian <laughs> German.
0: <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on the song, Jared?
1: Oh, I love it. It's great. I mean, it's hip hop, essentially. Is, is that what you would call it? I would say. Oh, for sure. I I would say so. I love I love hip hop. It's I'd say it's probably my favorite uh genre. And um I, it's I, I like it. I, it's I, I don't I don't have much to say. I mean, I feel like I need more to say than this. But I just enjoy I just enjoyed it. It was just a, it's um it's good. What do you, do you I mean, have, the how beat, do you know about it? The beats them?
0: fantastic. I think one day I was just googling Austrian rap music or something and this group somehow came up. Uh um, okay. but yeah it's fantastic and now, I've been a fan of them for like 3 years.
1: Could you um could you uh like now obviously you found them purposely looking for Austrian music. But is it easy for you to listen to it and I know this is hard cuz you're taint. it's tainted. But can you listen to it and be <laughs> like uh and say listen to them versus listening to his a seed song for example just for a comparison. Mm-hmm. I don't uh could you listen to like almost pepsi challenge style put them side by side and be able to be like oh yeah they're from austria
0: oh without a doubt okay without a doubt i think they they're both actually i believe they're from St. polten in austria so it's not wienerisch but just the 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 way the rhythm of their speech speech is is it's it's yeah It just to me it sounds very austrian like uh uh all the, they don't say, um, I'm trying to think of some examples right now. Um, it just, yeah, the sound of it, the the inflection, to me, it just sounds very Austrian, especially especially the hook. I mean, they say Volksmusik, right? A German would say yeah. Volksmusik. So it just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, it has a whole different sound. Also, the music video, I think, is awesome, right? It starts off with, like, this old, like, Oma like, I think she's, like, cleaning off the picture of them. It looks like this funny, stereotypical oh, picture yeah. of, like, a watch Bavarian or Austrian. Um, yeah, it's a great watch. And they're they're putting on their lederhosen, which I think is also pretty oh, cool because, like... now it's like,
1: coming back to me. Now it's coming back uh-huh. to me. I they're I putting remember on the lederhosen
0: this. because, you know, that's a really, like, traditional Austrian outfit, right, is the lederhosen.
1: And the whole is song, it more think, Austrian is, than it is is... We've had this conversation I would say, before.
0: Once again, I'd say it's
1: Austrian and Bavarian. So yeah. Right. So the answer to that question is yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Right. Uh man, we're gonna um, hear some heat from the uh
0: Southern Germans. <laughs> well, well no, the Bavarians will be happy with that answer. We're giving them
1: props. They'll be happy with it. You think but, they'd um, be you think but, they'd be happy to hear that their their German is Austrian German? Well uh, well,
0: <laughs> well I wouldn't say I would say it's similar. Austrian German let me let me put it, it's not a hundred percent the same especially in Vienna there are different well, aspects they wouldn't, to
1: it. well let me put it this way they would not they uh, someone from somewhere in Bayern would not be calling their their German Austrian German no they'd be calling it Bavarian German right they would not be, be saying Austrian German and if, and, if and if I were to go there and say oh your Austrian German is so nice I th- I think they'd be like what the what does that mean the, They'd be a little offended, probably. Probably. Well, it's like, no, yeah, no, I mean, you're speaking Austrian German. It's like, yeah, you might say this one word differently, but you're not fooling anyone, baby. I'm straight from Austria.
0: (laughs) You're losing fans in in Bavaria,
2: Jared.
1: That's for sure. Oh.
0: But yeah, but this music video is just great. It starts out with like some horns, like very We're typical become the Fox old news of
1: language talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, oh no, I hope not. But yeah, and I think the, the cool thing about art, this song, hip-hop. though, right? I think the cool thing about this song, though, is they talk about how like rap music will eventually become, I think, it's like folk music or Volksmusik, as they say, which I think is kind of a cool. Cool idea. Maybe some older Austrians and Germans might be really upset about this idea of hip hop becoming a type of folks music. But I think, well, see, I think first, it could happen.
1: What I was going to say initially was, well, it already kind of has, but it has in America. It right. probably hasn't in, in Austria yet. So he's saying that we. So um he's saying that eventually hip hop will become the music of the people in Austria. Right. Which could oh, Okay. Happen. I did not catch that. I did yeah. not catch that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh I I knew that he was saying folks music, but I didn't I didn't I just I guess I didn't sort of put those together. That's an interesting concept. Right. I like that. Um Right. I would believe. I mean I would believe it. But I can oh, imagine I think how happen. a lot of older Austrians or just any other and this is not just an Austrian thing. This is really any sort of country any sort of country, even America that has america that a, a big part of our culture has fully embraced hip-hop there's still a huge part that thinks it's ruining our culture you know <laughs> right right oh for sure uh Most definitely. So,
0: so check out our song of the pod volksmusik yeah i'm listening Hinterland. to more of stuff oh yeah i mean uh, i would suggest uh bauen yeah uh, you also you sent me that song as well didn't yeah you? but that, I that one like doesn't that one bump too. quite as hard no as I,
1: I i like this one i, I like this one more especially for this purpose.
0: And that whole that whole album by them where, where Volksmusik is on there, that whole album is solid. Give it a okay. listen. All right. Uh, you and our, our listeners out there, give it a listen if you're curious about Austrian-German. We'll have that out on Twitter for you. Volksmusik by Hinterland. Um, so now, Jared, you know, usually I have a translatable one. Thank you. On Twitter. Thank you. Um, you know, usually I have a check word of the pod, but this week it just didn't feel quite right. So it's time for an important Austrian word. So this word, I mean, I can give you a Czech word if you want, Jared, but just, my Austrian I, word.
1: I always get nervous when you start slacking, you know. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want you to lose track of what's happening here. Well, I've been, I've been, I've been flexing. That's true.
2: Still, hey, sorry, I feel no, like
1: learning
0: us uh, a. a dialect of uh, of German. I feel like is a is a also a small baby step towards polyglotism as well.
1: No, that's true, and I don't want to take you. I I still obviously now I want to hear this German word regardless of whether you give me a Czech word or not. So, please. You mean Austrian German word? But yes, gotta differentiate. Do I have to so say Austrian German?
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. Because they don't like say it in time? Germany. I don't think every time, always. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, we're almost done with this episode, so you'll be good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't. So seen the word German is, German. <laughs> r- right. The <laughs> word is liveant or uelivant. So you know van- what this means? Wait, ueliv? I I wouldn't I wouldn't even try
1: to. Don't, okay, it, so don't let me don't let me just give it. Yeah, <laughs> let me just me give while, it to you. While I'm ahead.
0: If something's <laughs> liveant, it means it's like awesome or really cool. Oh, and okay. would be like. Even more cool, even more awesome, right?
1: Right, yeah, is exactly. Wohl, right?
0: In German, yeah, yeah. uh huh, yeah, okay. That's uh-huh.
1: why you're stopping me while I was ahead, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're like, right. I know where you're going, don't even bother. I'm trying
0: to see, I think it also, though,
2: um, oh,
0: oh, this is this is awesome. So, I went on, I went on Urban Dictionary, dude. Urban Dictionary is pretty solid for having like a lot of phrases in other languages. Because look at this. They have Leivand on Urban Dictionary. Leivand is the Austrian slang word for cool. Nims man noch uh, a mit, das wäre Will you like get another beer or right. bring another oh, beer
1: sorry. with me? That would be awesome or that would be cool. I said right. I was like, oh, I don't think he's explained this for me. Um, I've never heard that one before. I like yeah, it Leiband. though. I, I don't know uh-huh. how I have not heard that. Right. This is just another example. I need to get a different goddamn chair. This chair is so creaky. When I edit the podcast, I'm like, I'm just like, I, oh, this is all oh, I, yeah, hear I can when hear I edit it. the podcast. Uh, I, I, yeah, I've never, that. I That's just another example of a uh, of an Austrian-German word that I missed during my time. And maybe if I would have stayed for the full year, which I should have, yep. uh, I would have picked yep, up on that. I agree.
0: That. I agree. But you know it is what it is. Can't cry over spilled milk or, uh, or High if you're an Austrian. Oh, right. Sorry. You're good. You're good. What's Austrian right, one? So, so I only have one joke for you. Well, I was going to say the Austrian one, you can't cry over spilled beer. Oh, Or oh, maybe okay. drop schnitzel. One or the, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> one or the other. Well, Jared, I got one joke for you. How do you know that Austrians are clever? Uh, how do you know? I don't know. By convincing the world that Hitler is German and Beethoven
1: is Austrian. <laughs> oh my gosh uh that's a that's a kind of a dark joke like <laughs> it is but it's true i mean i guess so but that i uh, that's uh whew, that's real i mean that's actually real
0: i mean i was trying to think of a, a character other Did than you make hitler that up? obviously to,
1: kind of okay uh, kind
0: of i turned it into a question I like, joke
1: i feel like now you're okay i was, I was gonna say no i feel like now you're only taking partial credit because I, because I'm like, because uh, of my response, like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, like, no, 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 But uh, <laughs> it is a good joke. But I was like, Ooh, that's true. It's, it's kind of true though. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of a lot is of the people... Austrians do that. I mean, I guess the Germans wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> There's no benefit for them to do that. Right. I mean, I don't really know who did it. I think it's people who don't
0: know their history or didn't pay attention in their history classes enough. But right. either way, I thought it was that's a funny
1: joke. a Mistake to make though. To be fair.
0: Yeah, that's true. And they are neighboring countries. I mean,
1: yeah. And all of and all of his damage was done under the German regime, right? Exactly. Um, but that's
0: a that's a conversation for another <laughs> another episode. Look forward to that episode, everyone. Hitler. <laughs> oh God. Oh jeez.
1: All right, Jared. Well, I have a good quote that. Should I was, add that to I the believe... by the way? Just that clip of me just yelling, saying Hitler, right there. Oh God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh jeez. Um, So I have a good quote that I think really uh, brings back what we talked about today on this episode, uh, which is written by Karl Krauss, who I believe was Austrian. I'm pretty sure Um, he was Austrian. And he noticed that, you know, although Austrian and German, yeah, he was an Austrian writer and journalist. That's what I thought. Journalist. Uh, Oh, sorry.
1: I was, for the first time I heard journalist, I was thinking like he wrote like Dear Diary kind of journal. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> uh, Who knows? Maybe, maybe.
0: <laughs> but what Karl Kraus once wrote, he said, "What's differentiate What differentiates Germans and Austrians is their common language."
1: Hmm. Can you? I think. See, I think I get that, but could you explain that to me? So yeah, what makes Germans
0: and Austrians different? is the fact that they have a common language, but it's a different common language, right? It's technically still German, Mm -hmm. but Austrians, as we've discussed this episode, Austrians have different words for different foods, for different things. Right, and I think the the language, instead of bringing Germans and Austrians together, I think, in a way, just like Americans and and British um, English speakers, uh, our languages are a part of our identif- identity and differentiate us from our different countries, right?
1: Like it, I, after doing this episode, um, it does seem like there is a little bit of a superiority complex from the Austrians. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, I would, I would say that's probably not 100% untrue.
1: Uh, but I think I think <laughs> like is, most... you say that like a like a politician on trial, <laughs> right? Well, hey, I gotta stick up for my Austrian German, Jared. What can I say? I feel like the thing is is that um,
0: a lot of times it's I, I would say I would say you're 100 percent right. It's not only a superiority complex. Well, here we go. I
1: Got it out of them. Austrians, <laughs> I
0: think, want to be recognized for being their own people, not just being lumped in with the Germans.
1: I, okay I could okay see th- there you go there you go that's a great way to explain it mm-hmm. is that is that it doesn't have to like there might it is yeah it might be looked at as a superiority complex thing but I can also see how it could be annoying oh for example you live in the Czech Republic right now and it always gets confused like from from the outsider, it always gets confused with Slo- Slovakia or called Czechoslovakia, and it's like it's like we're like right. an actual country here. Like we have like it's like right. I, so I can also understand part of the annoyance and wanting to have your own identity, which obviously you and I fully believe and like enjoy. And the, uh, the 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 Austrian and Viennese cultures. So so I, I understand that. I definitely understand absolutely. that. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, so
0: we hope this episode has been insightful for all of our listeners out there, especially people traveling to Austria or uh, just curious about Austrian-German and some of the differences. If you have any other questions about it, I would love to answer your questions. Shoot us an email at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs at Twitter, and I'm sure Jared will have some type of uh, witty or sassy remark for you. (laughs) Or you can also check out our Instagram page, Untranslatable Podcast. We will be posting different clips and uh, some cool pictures of our travels. I got to give a big kudos to you, Jared, because you have some awesome pictures of Philly. Makes me really want to come visit
1: you in Philly uh, once I get back stateside. Thanks, buddy. There's a lot of cool stuff around if you just, uh, like I walk around a lot. And yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. It's fun to actually pay a little bit more closer attention now.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I think that's uh, that's a good thing for all of our listeners to keep in mind as well. So we thank you very much. Uh, as they say in Austria, Fiat which is also a way to say goodbye. Or in Vienna, they Never say Papa. Before. And uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. Vielen Dank. Und wir sehen uns zum nächsten Mal. Auf Wiedersehen
2: oder Wiederschauen.